Hello, how are you? John. Hey. Hey, what's going on, man? Nothing. How are you? Sorry, we uh Ming's the technical guy and we're not on uh, yeah, Skype. Yeah, we are. We're are on we? Skype. Beautiful. We're on Skype. We're on Skype everybody. Free plug for Skype. Oh. Okay, awesome. Skype. We love Skype. Yes, we do. How are you, John? Hey, what's going on, man? Uh, John, John Schnepp, everybody. Please welcome John Schnepp. Ladies and gentlemen, John Schnepp. Writer, producer, director, animator, documentarian, uh, frequent con guest. Badass Tall guy, badass, comic nerd, sweaty, and more importantly, most importantly, <laughs> friend of the family. Welcome, John Schnepp. Welcome, welcome to the show. Thank hey. you. Thank you for talking to me and Mike. Yeah, man. Well, thanks for having me on. I mean, uh, I'm really excited to have the Slayer comic coming out literally a uh, week and a half. It's going to hit the stands at comic book stores. So. Very cool. Uh, Slayer Repentless number one. So this is a Dark Horse production. So, uh, you know, no fly-by-night yeah. organization. <laughs> Dark Horse, somewhat reputable. <laughs> somewhat reputable. You're right. on a boy, Ming. Right. All right. You know, just trying to talk it up. Um, uh, uh, who's doing the art on this? His name is uh, Gua. I, I don't want to ruin his name. I don't know how to pronounce this. G U I U. I think it's Gu Gua. Gua uh, Villanova, and he's incredible. I mean, he's done some uh, Twilight Zone. He's done a couple of uh, these one shots here and there. But I mean, I'm just blown away by uh, by his art. I was kind of comparing it to like uh, Dan Cassidy or Derek Robertson, with a little bit of like that kind of. Uh, shadow inks like wally wood like he really understands light and shadow and stuff so mm-hmm. i'm really happy with it also it's got that kind of that realistic like steve dylan tone to it so uh i'm very happy with it it's a very uh it's a very violent book and it's uh you know it's important that the uh the characters and the situations all look kind of like realistic but not like ripped off from a photo but that's they have that you know everybody's anatomically correct when someone's holding a spoon it looks like a spoon it's not like some kind of weird rubber object so you know, I think when what? you're telling realistic stories, sometimes it helps. Sometimes it doesn't. I mean, you can go totally cartoony with telling realistic stories, too. But I, I'm really happy with the, the artists that they chose. Gotcha. What's in the spoon? What you got in that spoon, uh, John? The what? red pill or the green pill? Uh, One or an eyeball. I'll, t- I'll take an eyeball. <laughs> I like an eyeball. Right on. And you have, uh, actually, we were at a con with uh, Glenn Fabry, who's doing the covers on what? this. So, uh, I mean, yeah. what, what a... He is such a character. I love Glenn. What a what a funky, down to earth dude he is. I have not had the pleasure to meet him yet, but I, of course, as probably every uh, every nerd knows, uh, he's you know done all the covers to Preacher among oh, yeah. uh, among other amazing uh, uh, covers. But Spe- those those yes. covers, I always look forward to them every every month. It'd be a brand new, fucking super painted, amazing cover. You know, uh, absolutely. And talk about like spoon eye. So yeah, Glenn knows about the spoon <laughs> right. eye. Yeah, you wouldn't know it by looking at him. He's, he's a skinny Irish dude, and he loves to drink beer. And um, you, no, he's, he's, he's English. He's not Irish. Oh, okay, English. Lives in Ireland. It's pretty. Uh, it's okay, pretty okay. bad. He drinks. He drinks like an Irishman. <laughs> I uh, drinks like an. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, I look forward to drinking with him at some point. You know. <laughs> yeah, that'd be, I, I, that'd be great. I, I think he's doing a lot of shows lately. I just, uh, I have no doubt we'll all be bumping into him at a at a con. Oh yeah, and hear you. Which um. Oh yeah. Definitely. Which I, I know, and I always know me and Mike are at the right show that we're at a good show when we bump into you. I think last time we saw ah. you, uh, we're always uh, usually walking the streets of L.A. Yeah. I think we usually bump into. Right on. Which, um, which well, is, yeah, I mean, you know, we've got we've got a lot of cool uh, comic cons that are happening in L.A. and uh, you know California in general now. So, 
Yeah, but I've seen you guys in a lot of them. I think we're at like a, a I remember like there was a pretty dank one like a, about a year, a, a year and a half ago that we're, like, all of us were like, what is this? This yeah. is a weird one. But Why are we here? You know, yeah. All right, we'll mention them. Won't we'll mention them by name, but I, I don't know. No, <laughs> but the good cons, we, the good cons, we will mention by name, like Florida Supercon. Yes, that's always yeah. awesome. Yes, you know? and Kamikaze oh. in sunny Los Angeles. Yeah. Kamikaze, which is now Stan Lee's Comic Con, which is always a blast. Of course, you got Comic-Con. San Diego Comic Con, WonderCon. You got uh, you know a Phoenix uh, Phoenix Con, Salt Lake City Con. There's a bunch of them that are really fun. So. Actually, Florida Supercon but, was the first place that we met. It was uh, That's right. you and Dana Schneider, and you guys were on the the podcast. It was great. Yeah, we were like kicking it. So that was yeah, that was yeah. You're right. That that was like several years back. Yeah, yeah. we uh, like we like being in the same city as you. Like yeah. no doubt about it. <laughs> right on. So are you, have you guys wrapped your season yet for your newest season? Oh yeah, we're done. Uh, we're just waiting for the second uh, second half to to air. Yeah, we got another eight episodes airing starting February 12th, and then uh, we find out if we get another season. So. So uh, right on. So to anybody watching, thank you for supporting us. Uh, we love being funny on TV on AMC after The Walking Dead. So we'd yeah. like to keep that going. You like to try to be funny, Ming, and you usually fail, but that's okay. <laughs> but that makes it funny when I fail. Because so do I, and it's it, yeah, it's funny when I fail. So to, uh, Slayer. Hey, let me say, as a viewer, as a viewer, you guys are awesome, and I look forward to watching your <laughs> adventures and misadventures every season. So <laughs> oh, thank you know. Uh, AMC or whatever uh, top brass weirdos who are like listening to this renew their show. Oh, thank so, you, but they're not stupid. listening. They don't listen, John. <laughs> but that's enough about us. Let's talk about you. T- um, now, yeah, I, the Slayer, how the, how this come about? What's well, that? I had I had, uh, I had uh, applauded the Metalocalypse comics that Dark Horse printed uh, back in 2010 and 11. Right. So, uh, you know, because I was directing the series uh, right. for Adult Swim at the time, and they, they wanted to do, we did a, a one-shot with Eric Powell, uh, so it was called Death Clock vs. The Goon, and I had done a variant cover on that, and then once we went into the actual series, I plotted it out with Brendan, and then Dark Horse went ahead and got some of their guys to, uh, to do the finished scripts and artwork, and that, that came out really great. Uh, so uh, the editor over there, Chris Warner, for, who works over at Dark Horse, I was telling him a bunch of different stories uh, about different, some like music video treatments that I wrote and some a horror movie that I was working on. I guess I creeped him out because he, he emailed me. He was like, hey, man, some of those stories you told me really gave me like fucking nightmares. So <laughs> are you interested in like maybe writing a, a, a Slayer comic? I was looking for someone who was off the beaten path and who, who thought differently and you definitely think differently. So it, it's not going to be funny. It's not a humorous story. Are you down with that? And I was like, I am a hundred percent down into writing a true horror story about you know, man uh, versus man. It's really, it's the, the worst horror story, the you know, brutality of, of living in real life. You know, it's like, you know, we all kind of get to escape when we read comic books and go to the fantasy world of superheroes or, you know, science fiction, but, you know, writing about reality sometimes is is the true trick. So that's uh, that's kind of what that's how it all started. And uh, I looked at the uh, music videos that Slayer was producing yeah. at the time, uh, directed by B.J. McDonald, and uh, they had a character in there. And uh, the idea was like, hey, what? Who is that character? And can we use that character to, you know, tell these comic book stories? So I kind of like looked at the three videos that those three videos all tell this one little story. And so I took that and used that as the kernel, as the beginning of the very first issue 
and uh, gave the gave the character a backstory, and that all kind of flows together and tells all three issues, you know, the full story. So that's that's cool. And to to be honest with you, the Death Clock uh, versus the Goon that was my foray, very first introduction to to your brand of humor, which uh, works really nicely with Eric Powell's. I gotta say, it's that you both have the totally. same kind of. Um, like murderous sensibilities, which I I'm, I say that with the most love and respect that I can. So, well, just, Eric Powell, I mean, he's also he's a he also contributed one of the covers for the Slayer uh, issue one. So there's two covers. There's a Glenn mm-hmm. Fabry cover and an Eric Powell cover. No, he's kidding. a giant Slayer fan, and he wrote the Death Clock versus the Goon pretty much on his own with like some feedback from Brennan, but pretty much. You know, if you read the goon, you get his sensibilities, and he's a he's a total metalhead. He loved metal opera, so it was great. He did all the covers for our comic books uh, when they were printed through through Dark Horse, so it, it, it sort of made sense to have him do one of the variants for for the Slayer comic. So that's too cool, Mike. Mike, are you ready for this? I know, um, you you know your your music taste. Yeah, I'm, I've. Uh, d- you know, do, do you have toward... any Barry Manilow one shots coming out from Dark Horse? Yeah, John, can you? <laughs> I'm, I'm looking, uh, and there I've is re- a, uh, Yeah, there's a Neil Sedaka one shot coming out, um, and I hope there's <laughs> as much blood as I as you can possibly fit yeah, and in. And just there. wait uh, later. Hyper violent. Yeah. Later on, two thousand seven. Yeah, hyper violent. Captain and Tennille uh, tripping acid and just cutting heads off. That would super fucking violent. Captain and Tennille tripping yeah. balls. That would be fantastic. Yeah. And then later on this year, yeah. Mike, Michael Bolton number one. Oh my god! Just wait for that. From, <laughs> it's yeah. From Michael Valen- Bolton number one. From no Valen- talent ass clown. Yeah. Yes. Valen- Drawn by John Bolton. All in, right. You know, Let's get hit fully painted uh, science fiction fantasy. Michael <laughs> Bolton riding a dragon. Yeah, you know, I I want to see that. That uh, now I have to see that, John. Um, we could have a we we might have just created a subgenre of hyper violent, like smooth and easy music uh, <laughs> song, like BGS in a hyper violent world. Oh my god! Fighting Captain and Tennille. Neil Sedaka is the like fucking warlord. You know, last white bread standing. Yeah, that's, oh, comics that geared for the white man, <laughs> like Mike's absolutely right. Yeah, because they don't gear anything towards white men in comic books. I'm looking forward to seeing this like hyper violent side of you. I mean, your 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 credits lean more toward the comedic side. Uh, you know, totally. Space, Space Ghost, Aqua Teen, Metal Venture Brothers. Venture Brothers. Can I just tell you how huge a fan I am of them and how in oh, awe well, I am I'm- of you. Well, thanks, man. Yeah, no, it was, it was a, a privilege to be able to work on that series. Uh, I went out to New York for about uh, seven months and uh, directed the, the first, like, eight or nine, I'd say, uh, of the first, uh, of season four. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know how they, they break it up sometimes into two parts. Yep. So I did that. Uh, just because the, the, you know, writer-director at the time was, like, feeling, I think he was, you know, pretty burned out, and he was looking for someone to kind of, like, help him along, get get, you know, get through that, you know, horrible spot you know sometimes people work on series and they're like i'm i'm crushed by the weight so yeah he was like a little yeah get to the finish line you know yeah you saw a real genius right with val kilmer back in the day when that guy you know it's funny you mentioned mentioned that i just re i saw i had seen it so many years ago i couldn't remember it but holly uh holly Payne, who's uh my partner and also my producer on the brand new series that we're working on what happened which uh will be 
premiering at Comic-Con HQ very soon in the next several months. We're working on it right now. It's kind of like, it's a an obvious extension. I'm rolling right into that from what you're talking about, but Beautiful. we're doing, we're working. That's another thing we're working on. It's a documentary series. That's kind of like how our film, the death of Superman lives, what happened, the feature film, but now we're doing it as a, you know, shorter uh, TV series. So we're really excited about that. We're pumped about it. We're working on that right now. But. Very cool. Dude, I love that. So, uh, just in case no one knows, um, Kevin worked on a script for Superman, uh, entitled Superman Lives, way back in 1998. Uh, it didn't happen, but uh, the, uh, the, the pieces were there where it almost happened. Yeah. And John went through and created a whole documentary uh, called uh, 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 Superman Lives, uh, what, what Happened. Um, yeah, The Death of Superman Lives, what Superman happened. Lives. I did a Kickstarter, and then me and a very small crew, Holly Payne, Marie Hamora, Chris Grable. Uh, and Rob Pierce, we all kind of worked on it for like three years and, and put it together and put it out a year ago. And, and after, you know, if anybody who hasn't seen it yet, it's uh, it's available. You can see it on Showtime or you could rent it from us because we own the film. So here's my pimpage. Go to www.tdoslwh.com. That's just the death of Superman Liz, what happened, but just the first letter of each one. So yep. it's a yeah. mouthful, tdoslwh.com. And you can just rent it. It's like four or five bucks or you could buy the Blu-ray, which has like over eight hours of extra edited features. If you love Kevin Smith, you could you know watch him sweat out with me about comic books. There's an extra <laughs> fucking two hours of us just fucking nerding out. There's also a lot of just extra stuff on there. So thanks yeah, a lot, cool. guys. I mean, I, that was a great a great experience making that documentary. So I remember watching you. You had uh, premiered it at one of the which con was it? It was ACBC, wasn't it? Was it ACBC? It might have been ACBC. And I remember watching that the the first ten minutes and just being blown away by just you drawing these stories out of people. Not not that you have to draw it so much out of Kevin, because I mean, right. just uh, just tell him that you're gonna you know uh, film him and he's already off to the races talking yeah. to you. Um, it's great though. You got interviews, all the key players, and I, I don't even know how you got access to the concept art, like logos, um, screen tests. It's uh, it's pretty. Yeah, it's, man, it was. It was a, it was just a very long process. I mean, you know, Tim Burton. Once we finally uh, went out and talked with him over in England, uh, he gave us access to a lot of all that stuff. We gave us access to like basically the Tim Burton Wonderland. You know, like the his his studio here in L.A. You know, all the background photos and all that kind of stuff. So we really got access to a lot of that stuff. You know, is, the, is pretty it, magical. Is Holly, it, do you want to say hi? Holly's here. Holly, hey. now say hi. Hi. Hello, Holly. Hey, what's happening? Life is good, Holly. It's great to hear from you. Oh, well, thanks. Yeah, we actually, I heard John talking about the the film. We're actually, uh, I think he mentioned we're working on a series right now. Um, It's going to be 10 episodes, about 10 more notoriously unmade Hollywood blockbusters. Excellent. So we're stoked about that. We're doing, we're in the research phase and the pre-production phase right now, but, um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's this. I mean, it's really a nerd's dream come true. If you're a movie nut, this is, and we are. There, you know, that's this is what we love to do. So there's there so or many uh, stories, rumors sometimes of films that were in the works and never happened. Uh, my favorite one. Yeah, and was, a lot of misinformation too. I mean, obviously, we found out a lot of stuff about Superman Lives uh, and put a lot of myths to rest that um, that people had been circulating for a long time. And uh, I think one of the things that John and I are, are most proud of is the fact that everybody who worked on Superman Lives, you know, initially they were reticent to speak about it. Um, I think partially because, mainly because there was a lot of shame surrounding, you know, a failed project. 
And, and, uh, so that reticence kind of, it, it stymied us in the beginning. Um, and then of course, once we started going down the path and people realized that we weren't taking the piss, you know, we were actually trying to pursue, uh, the truth. (laughs) I think that was when, um, you know, things started to really open up and, and, and people felt more and more confident about talking about it. And then after the film came out, uh, it provided a real catharsis to a lot of people who had worked on the film and then got to see not only their portion of the uh, process, but everything that happened subsequently after they left the project. So, um, I mean, for example, not to toot our own horns, but Tim Burton bought 30 copies of our film last Christmas. Wow, okay. Ah, nice. uh, (laughs) I mean, if that's not proof positive, then I don't know what is. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But uh, uh, glad you guys liked it, and, and uh, here's the sweaty himself. I'm going to hand you back now. <laughs> All right, yeah, congratulations, guys. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just glad that you guys are able to keep this going. Yeah, thanks um, so much, Holly. My, my yeah. favorite one, you know, if you need material in the future, if this keeps going on, was uh, uh, the movie Unbreakable, Mike. It was supposed to be a trilogy. M. Night Shyamalan's Unbreakable. Yes. And then, you know, I guess the first right. movie did, maybe didn't do as well as... It was, it they was wanted big, it. it was big, but not as big as they thought it would be, and so they scrapped the two that, that were going to come after. Right? But that yeah, was something I You never know. I mean, uh, Shyamalan might go back to the source and, like, get Bruce Willis back and, like, rock another one. You never know. Yeah. I mean, that's what I mean. It's sort of, remember, we thought Star Wars was over. That's We're true. like, yeah, we got those shitty prequels. I guess that's fucking it. And then, yeah. what? what? Disney's making, a, like, a seventh one? We were, like, children and heard about, oh, there's oh, going to be nine Star Wars. Then yeah. we're told there's only six. So hey, it's like that magical seventh one, yeah. Maybe you know? Disney will buy M. Night Shyamalan, and then he'll go back and, and do good movies. Yeah, right? It, That'd be that's, awesome. <laughs> it, it is possible. Anything is possible. So, I mean, yeah, so, yeah, just that's what I've been uh, working on that and then uh, finishing up this Slayer comic. It's three issues, so it'll be coming out January, February, and March. Fantastic. You know? so, one one and, quick uh, thing, John. You had mentioned uh, Tim Burton. Is is it true? Yeah. I've I've heard from the rumor mill that he's trying to out Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. <laughs> I, I don't think so. Okay. What, just, what is it like? Are you are you, are you hearing he's like buying like uh, llamas and what, yeah, what? All, all sorts of stuff. So yeah, just oh, really? Eh, no, nah, I'm just trying to get rumors started. It's yeah, well, me. that's a good rumor to start. But like, if anyone's gonna out Michael Jackson, Jackson, uh, you know, I don't know if it would be Tim Burton because he has such a specific. Uh, interest level. I mean, he's like we when we went to his house, he had like all these amazing Hammer horror posters. It's like stuff that uh, nerds would be like super like jealous of. It's not like bizarre weird. Like I have this golden llama. Where right. like fuck, I don't want that in my house. Yeah, he has true. stuff that you'd actually want in your house. So that's it's a little different, you know. I see Kanye West trying to out Michael Jackson, Jackson, just by buying a bunch of weird dumb yeah. shit. Like, yeah, like Kim Kardashian. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. He is. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's got to be like a little bit more on like this kind of like, well, your interests are all over the place and kind of weird, almost like you're insane. You know what I mean? It's like, you're like, I'm going to buy this giraffe. Then I'm also going to, you know, what pixie dust? I'm going to buy the factory that makes pixie dust. You're right. like, why? You know? <laughs> I'm, I'm going I want to own pixie dust. I want to so. buy all of Howard Hughes' urine. Right. <laughs> That's right. Where is all of that contained? Well, it was in these jars. We <laughs> right. There, it's all in a of vault. It this one in, really in, big jar. And uh, just, yeah, just mean, because you can't, sit, and just because John can't sit still, uh, are you also working with Collider at the moment? Oh yeah, totally, man. Yeah, I, I do Collider every uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. If anybody out there watches Collider Movie Talk, thank you for watching that show where we talk about movies and stuff. And then I do a show called Collider Heroes. 
which is just all about superhero television, movies, and comic books. So I do that. I'm writing my show notes for it right now. Well, not as I speak with you, but I'll be sending them off today. And then we record it tomorrow in the afternoon. So and then it goes up. So, yeah, I've been doing that. Uh, and that's been great. I started doing it like four and a half years ago, almost five years ago now. Just as like kind of like somebody was like, hey, these guys don't know anything about Guardians of the Galaxy. And, and people know you're a fucking super comic nerd. Why don't you go on that show and talk about it? So I did. And they, they just were like, hey, man, you're really fun. Come back anytime. I just started coming back and became a regular, and then I got hired. I was like, you mean you want to pay me money to talk yeah. about like my opinion about movies and stuff, and especially comic book stuff? Yeah, I'll come back. So it just turned into a second career for me. So it's been a lot of fun. So That's awesome. Yeah, That's uh, a bet. You, guys got, you guys have got to come on the show the next time you're in L.A. Why don't you guys All right, done. come on the Absolutely show? done. We're, we're in L.A. once or twice a year. Maybe more, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully more. Done. Well, yeah, we shoot on Tuesdays in Burbank, so just let me know. I mean, and uh, we'll make it happen. So. All right, cool. So, uh, be great. Look for Ming Chen, Mike Zapsik on a future episode of uh, Clyder Movie. Hell yeah, man. That would be fantastic. John, you're a man after yeah. own hearts, my friend. A man who can't sit still. A man who loves geek stuff, pop culture, well, and can't shut hey, up about well, thanks, it. We love man. you, man. I love that you guys rock an awesome comic book store. I have to make it out to your guys' comic book oh, store. Oh, please do. We'll take you out to lunch, man. So, yeah, you're. Welcome. Yeah, man. We'll make it. We'll make a day of it, man. I mean, it's like I just went to. Uh, they had this like uh, they do this once every like three or four months here in L.A. It's called the the Los Angeles uh, Comic Book and Science Fiction Convention, and it, this time they had it for two days. It was over at the Reef, and they used used to have it at the Shrine. It was like a little. Fun, it's like kind of a funky, almost like a you know comic book bazaar with a lot of different stuff. But I had a lot of fun, man. I picked up some like old school ROMs. I got a couple of Jack yeah. Kirby Black Panthers. I bought some Dell Wolfman and the Mummy. Some some crazy old school comics, and it was like it was just a blast to go there. So I know you guys get that same kind of kick out of like you know walking around wheeling and dealing with the dealers, you know, and just having some fun going through some bins and stuff. Yes. And everybody was oh, yeah. everybody was chill. So I like those kind of old school comic book conventions too, man. All right, dude, we're there. You know? Yeah, we're totally there. Well, definitely, man. Uh, definitely, uh, if anybody out there is listening, just go to my Twitter. I'm just at John Schnapp, J-O-N-S-C-H-N-E-P-P, and you can follow me. I'm always, like, popping out, what like, what release dates. Like, Slayer comes out January 25th, Slayer Issue 1 from Dark Horse. You can always watch my shows on YouTube. It's Collider Heroes, Collider Movie Talk. I also do a horror show hosted by my friend Clark Wolf. It's called Collider Nightmare. So our whole group at Collider, we have all these different interests, so... We're always just talking about like just nerd shit, so you know it's, it's a lot of fun. And uh, and thanks guys for even having me on the show just to pimp this layer comic. Oh my yeah, god, not at all. We'll John. be we'll be reviewing it uh, uh, on this episode, so uh, yeah. when it comes out. So thank you for coming on with us. Right I really appreciate it. Yeah, man. Where um uh, where thanks, do we see you next? You where are you where are you heading? Do you uh you have a convention schedule out yet? Do you uh, not yet? But I'll be doing all the main ones this okay. year. You know, we'll definitely be doing WonderCon. We'll be doing, uh, you know, all the all the all the main ones. You know, Florida SuperCon, all the ones. Oh, sure, that, the ones we're know. not invited to, John. Thanks. Well, not yet. Uh, not yet. Hold on. Oh my Hold god. For real? No, no. Let me let me work. I'm kidding. Let me work the magic. If you want to go, Mike, yeah. you know, you know, we can make it happen. So that's yeah, all I'm man. Saying. Come on, you're joking, man. Everybody wants to have you out there. Yeah, come on, dude. Yeah. Come on. Thank you for the yourself. kind words, sir. But you're, <laughs> you're, you're right living we'll in a primrose world, my friend. And on that note, <laughs> we will see you soon, John. Thank you so much. Yes, John, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And uh, thank you, too. Right uh, please Take thank care, Holly guys. for us. 
We'll talk to you soon. Uh, at yeah, John Schnepp sure. on Twitter. Uh, uh, Death Superman lives what happened. And pick up Slayer Relentless number one. Yeah, what's wrong week. with you if you're not doing that? And why aren't you following John on Twitter like yeah. I am? Yeah, and me too. So thank, <laughs> thank you, John. Have a, have, a, have, a, right on, guys. have a great year. Happy New Year, my friend. Bye. Thanks, John. I'll see you guys later. See you guys soon. Later. See you soon. Bye. That was awesome. Thank you, John. Thanks, John. That was awesome. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at smodcast.com.